You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. Yo. Hey, I want to know if we fell asleep. Look, when... <laughs> When you face adversity like that in your life and you don't come out on top, <laughs> it kind of messed up the day. Like, I, oh, like yeah. <laughs> when you were like up here and then two minutes later, you down here, like it's, it, it, it fucks you up for the day, man. It really does. For those of you that don't know what Byron's talking about, you look right here behind me, you'll see the the score from today's game, the Browns versus the Jets. Um, and it's not just that the Browns lost by one point because losing happens, you know. But we're talking about the way that it happened, a monumental collapse. Uh, the the worst thing I've seen since 99. Like, uh, I've seen somebody online say that this loss makes the, the, rain, the, the Dwayne Rudd loss feel okay. Like, it makes it feel less bad. You know what I'm saying? For those of you who don't know, Dwayne Rudd thought he had a, a sack on the last play of the game. He took his helmet off, which is a penalty. He took his helmet off because he thought he had a sack, but the play was still going. And they they caught they they called the play dead, gave him a penalty, gave the Browns a penalty, they kick a game winner field goal, and then the Browns suck forever. They make that that was good compared to what happened today. Look, the Jets, just easy this season. That's what that's what it's looking like. Uh, Easy. That's that, that 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 first touchdown in the last two minutes was like practice. It was like he was just running, just practicing his routes. <laughs> that's the second time, second time in two weeks that it happened where we had to be stressed at the end of the game. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Well, thankfully, we at Epiphany Media have you guys to, to to keep our spirits up. You know what I'm saying? We got y'all to 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 um, you know help us through, even though we're a little late. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, man, it, you know stuff like that just kind of throw it throw everything off. Everything, but. <laughs> We're still gonna have a good show, man. And like, you know that 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 loss today was real ugly. But what's going on right now is even uglier, uglier in America. Like, it's things have changed, man. Like, I was really trying to figure out why is it like you know why is it ugly in every city in America right now? 
like everywhere. Like, what is the cause? Like, what contributed contributed to it just being crazy outside? Well, people don't even want to come outside anymore. You know what I mean? When, when you say ugly, what you mean? When I, ugly, as in in every major city, crime has risen, has quadrupled. Like in LA, they said, you remember the uh, police chief said that we can't protect you. If you're a tourist, we can't protect you. Stay in the, don't come to our city right now. Like, what? Hey. Uh, Virginia, no, what you say? The police, yeah, when the police you say that, that's bad. Regina said, hate, this is a, a great point, I think. Uh, hate is making everything ugly. I agree. 130,000%, Regina. 130,000%. Um, I was thinking like, oh, well, is it because people are not working no more? I'm like, nah, that can't be it. Or was it because because people was balling for a summer, and the feeling and the feeling that they got from actually having money, uh, it's gone now. It's gone, and they just they say, you know what? I need that feeling back. I'm gonna go get it, any means possible. So what 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 do you think it is? All right. So Regina said that she she believed that hate is is making everything ugly. Angel, I know you in here. What do you think is making, um, you know, the outside world, uh, like uh, ugly per se? And then Byron, what do you think is making, like, what, what do you think it is that's making it ugly outside? I think that's a great way of putting it. Like, it's ugly out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's getting ugly. I mean, just the first of all, we're in a we're in a recession. You know, as much as they try to hide it, we we're in a recession right now, so that's uh, contributing to it. And there's inflation on everything. Everything costs, no matter what you're doing, it costs. All right, you can't say it's a shortage of jobs, but it's a shortage in uh, pay. So people don't want to work these jobs, right? So then you have people who did, you know, the PPP that was getting a hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Just balling, hey. bro. That's over with. So what you gonna do? Sure, you see somebody with a nice chain on. What you gonna do? Man, I, I think. Um, I think. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't know what. I don't know, man. Like, so I, I agree with you mostly, right? So I agree that I don't think it's just a, a, a lack of jobs. I think it's a lack of of a pay, right? So we're we're in a position where um, the worker actually is in charge, right? The worker can can say, "Hey, I'll do the job, but you offer an X amount of money. I want this. I'll do it, but for this amount of money." And companies are you know, kind of in a, in a place where they have to conform or they have to pay the extra money or whatever to the workers. Um, I, I see, I rode past a McDonald's uh, and they had a, they were hiring for like $13 an hour or whatever, which it's not crazy money or whatever. I feel like for McDonald's, I guess it's decent. Like, I don't know. I haven't been out of fast food for a while, but I had a job not too long ago that was paying like $12 an hour. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, so to see that nigga now uh, 
McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? We're working at McDonald's and something that's, you know, I'm not shitting on McDonald's by far uh, or anybody that works at McDonald's or fast food or anything. But like for the job I was doing, the, the risk was not nowhere near, like working at McDonald's, the risk was nowhere near as dangerous as the job I was doing. Um, and that job is still, you know, j- just recently, and I do mean within the past couple of weeks recently, bumped that job up, you know what I'm saying, and pay. Um, but they were still trying to pay people, you know, $12 an hour or whatever to do this job or whatever when people at McDonald's is making 13 Like, so it kind of throw everything out of whack, you know what I'm saying, like, like severely out of whack. Um so I, I agree with you that it is a pay thing and not like a necessary job thing, um, and and it's, it's kind of still in the in the workers' favor. I know when 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 gas was up to five dollars a gallon, it was in the job favor. You know, it kind of swung back because people you, you got to have money in order to you know put gas in your car and stuff. So you got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? But now that that's came down a little bit, I think it's. Uh, um, now it's just a, a back and forth game, just like you were talking about inflation. Um, uh, like that's a back and forth game right now until it starts to balance out. Like the interest rates for everything is crazy high right now. Interest rates is crazy, but you know eventually it'll balance out because people had extra money, and that's how you bring inflation down and blah blah blah. There's always going to be some kind of inflation, but man, we ain't we there yet though. In uh, two years, almost now. Right, but it was such a, a, a it was such a hard shift in one direction that they over countered, and sometimes what you got to do because it's never going to be even, so you over counter, and now we're in this place where inflation is taking over. Like people, and now it's weird, or not as weird, but people want more money because stuff costs so much. But if they pay you more money, then stuff is going to continue to be more expensive. Like so, you got to kind of weather the storm until it balances out. And I know nobody want to hear that. So I don't want to hear it. Like okay. I try to go to Home Depot and get some some uh some wood to build something and it's crazy. I just like next next year. I completely <laughs> completely put the 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 the, the project off. Like, I'm not even next year. That's, okay. the, that's the closest I better do it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I agree with you in there that I think that is it's a it's a money issue, not so much a finding workers issue. But I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's what's making it ugly. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. But, I mean, there's always been uh, bad areas and stuff like that. But, like, why all of a sudden is everywhere? Like, everywhere where crime once was, crime is just out of control. Like, why is that? I don't know. Like, is... I don't know. Let me see. Angel said... um she said, I try to surround myself with good people and positive vibes. A lot of stress and pressure can bring out the bad in people. That's she true. said she think depression and money issues, uh, you know, add to uh like why it's so dangerous or whatever outside. And I, I I agree, I agree with those. I think that um everything's so expensive, so you're like, man, I gotta do something. I, I completely understand that. I, I get it. Um but at the same time, all right. So I always wonder this. So and, and give me your opinion, Byron, and, and and you guys in the audience. Do you think that? All right. So 
we like to say or think that money is the issue. Um, That's <laughs> funny. I'm going to read that in one second, Virginia. Um, we like to say or think that money is the issue uh, when it comes to like low income areas or whatever, like they can't make enough money, um, you know, to, to get on their feet or whatever the case is. So I always wonder, like, do, do you think if, uh, let's say if Pivot Media was in a position where we needed, um, I don't know, 50, 50 jobs filled, like 50 spots filled, and we went down to like where we grew up on 90th or whatever, like that, that whole stripping area, and was like, hey, whatever it is you're doing in the street, like you don't got to do it. We're going to pay you like good money, good legal, clean money. Um, you know, uh, it'd be something where you, you're not too far from home. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you ain't got to go to like the other side of the city. It's going to be real kind of convenient for you or whatever. And you're going to be making good, clean money. Do you think we will be able to fill those 50 positions? Yes. Yes. You think so? I mean, if somebody is, if we're offering you enough money where you can, you know, get get your, get a place to stay, you know, have food to to cook for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, buy a car, put gas in that car, uh, in that car, then why not? You know what I'm saying? But I think, uh, let me just uh, slightly interject. I think we both know people who just fucking love, they just love the lifestyle, though. They love the hood. They love that danger. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think we both know people that just love that shit. True, but now, look, there's our people who, there are people who is, <laughs> I'm sure me and you both know people who in the shit right love now. It. Love it. it. Look, at the same time, it's like, you can see, <laughs> you see them working a real job, but then on the side, Talking crazy, so it was like fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe they can get out. Of it. Maybe they can right now. But now it's. But then there's certain people who they'd be like, "Nah, fuck that shit. I can't work. You know, I can't get that slow money." You know what That's I mean? That's right, exactly. Um, so I, I say that because I don't. I don't know if just bringing jobs to the hood or just bringing money to the hood is like how to make it less dangerous or or how to make like how, how to bring up a, like how do you bring up a neighborhood you know what i'm saying like you would think it would be as i want to say as simple but you would think a big part of that would be money you know what i'm saying like bringing work and jobs and stuff to the area where people can make a living wage uh um and be able to support themselves or 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 and and, and big up themselves you know what i'm saying I don't think it's that simple, though. Like, I, I think <laughs> some people just love that shit, man. I don't, and I don't understand it, but some people, some people just don't want to let it go. Um, so, like, even if you offer them something that was great, you know, it's hard to give everybody a dream job, but something that you know you felt like they'd be good for, and it's good legal, clean money. It's slow money because you got to work for it, but it's good, clean money. I don't know if people. I don't know if niggas gonna fuck with it. For real. That's some though. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you cool with I'm, that? I'm sure there are some that will though. Yeah, for sure. Man, that if you want to do that? That's cool. You want to take that risk? You want to? You want to possibly go to spend the rest of your life or 20 years, as long as. Yeah. But hey, I get it. That's what you want to do. But there's some people that's like, 
They just end the shit because they didn't have any. They didn't have the opportunity. Right. You know, they couldn't get a job. But if you get somebody, well, they don't got to look over their back and they, they make the money. Like, why wouldn't they want to do that shit? Like, I don't know. You think we get 50 people, though? In the entire hoods of Cleveland? I, I think. <laughs> well, clearly. I mean, yeah, if you put it out. Yeah, but I'm trying to make it to where, like, all right, you won't have to go. You won't have to travel an hour on the bus to get to work. You know what I'm saying? You might have catch a bus, but you're just going downtown or something. So I was just saying, like, our neighborhood or just pick any one neighborhood. Like, you can get 50 people in one neighborhood to work, to, to build up. I'm talking about, like, just building up one area, right? One area at a time. So you think, all right, so let's say not even us. Let's say they put an Amazon on fucking uh, 90th and Cedar, right? They sort down the caramel. They put an Amazon shop. And they pay. They paying. You know what I'm saying? It's Amazon. They paying. Will you get 50 people... In that neighborhood to come down and work, I say yes. I don't know. <laughs> I would, I would hope so. I would think so, but I can't say that, man. I can't say it. But look, but look, most people, look, most people in the world not, not out here, like if most people in the world was out here on that on that type of time, it would just be even wilder. But most people not on that. You know what I'm saying? But are are People who are not on that get a job. Period. I think but, we, uh, you know, what I'm saying I just, I, somewhere or rallies and shit. They hell no, nobody want to work. Like, oh, I work at McDonald's. Right? I don't feel right to say. Nobody I, I, I feel, but I mean, if you put a respectable job, like, oh, you work there. Oh, that's uh, uh, yeah, they paying. <sighs> I, I'm 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 kind of I'm agreeing with you. So let me see. So first of all, this is funny because uh, Regina said, "No joke, these damn gnats are making me hostile. I'm meaner and I can't handle it." Look, every every summer I have like a bout with gnats. Right now I'm good, but a couple weeks ago I was having to fight them and I hate it. I, I hate it every time. I don't I don't understand. I don't keep fruit around. Like where is this? I don't get it. I don't know how they get in the house, but they do. And I, I hate them <laughs> every time. Um, Angel said, uh, it's crazy because pre-COVID where I work was a place people wish they could get into and work out. Now, now we can't stab. Oh, oh, her job. See, yeah, now now people can't stab. And and it's a reputable company, like as far as we're saying, like, um, like a, a good name in the area, you know, saying like something good to put on the resume. And I know for a fact these niggas, pay, I know they're paying. They are paying, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think Angel bring up a good point of people want freedom and people want flexibility, but you can't you you can't always have that, you know what I'm saying? You you wish you think I, I don't wish I could do my job from home? Like I would never leave the house, you know what I'm saying? But you can't do it. Like sometimes you can't do it. Like whether it's a, a education barrier, you know, as far as like not saying people dumb, but like Sometimes you got to have a, a degree or whatever the case is in order to do X, Y, Z job from home. Otherwise, they make you come into the office. Like, it could be a bunch of different things. Like, but if they offering you good money at a reputable place, like you say, like not rallies or whatever, um, you know, you you would think it would be able to get people to come out. But I, I don't have that, that same faith. You would get 50 people total or whatever. But I don't know if we would, you could build up a neighborhood like like I, I I think about 
and we had an opportunity to buy land and like um me i think we, we even talked about it on the show me and ebony J. or she was talking about it and i was talking about doing it just from a a, a cheap standpoint but like she so she kind of grew up in east cleveland she's talking about like if she had enough money or won a lottery to buy like a couple blocks in east cleveland and build up uh, a, a um like a homeless area a rehab area uh like a um like like a shelter i mean not, not just an area for homeless but like a homeless shelter area a um uh as i know she's a social worker so people that can get like, social services like just have a place where you can kind of build up east cleveland where people will have the opportunity to work uh, you know, like honest work and, and don't have to go far. You can, you can, you know, make money in your own town, X, Y, Z, like all, all this stuff or whatever. But I, I have a hard time believing like people would actually do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they, it's just too slow for some people or you get people that want to do both of them, you know what I'm saying? But that still puts you at a risk at going to jail or, you know, uh, missing work. Cause you doing, you know, whatever you're trying to make other moves and stuff. Like it just doesn't, I don't know. That, that's not like <laughs> not an actual thing. You know, so doing both is not a not a real thing. You know but what I'm saying? If if I was sitting at home one day and somebody said, "I'll give you a thousand dollars a week to sit at home and you could spend it wherever, whatever you want to," but I was just making ten thousand dollars a year. I'm, Forty-eight thousand dollars a year, and I didn't do anything. They take that money away from me, and I got to go back to this job that wasn't paying. Even though they're paying just a little bit more now, it's still ingrained in my head how they didn't pay me shit and made me work overtime when I want to be at home with my kids or I wanted to go spend time with family or do whatever. Now I'm like, fuck fuck that company. I'm 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 I never want to work there. Again, I don't never want. I never want to work at a job that's that plans on firing me. So, so why would I even waste my time doing that? But at the same time, you still got to make money. So <laughs> that's that's the that's the part. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the 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 tough part of like how so and look and so so no, I don't want to share on rallies because they could be a sponsor at one point. But they have rallies, bullshit. You said what? They used to fit me belly with that rallies, bullshit. Nigga, hey, Mo worked at rallies when we lived on 90. Nigga, we survived off of fucking cold patties at 4 a.m. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I, hey, what'd you say? I, I said, that's why I said used to. Like, live up, like, nigga, staying up to 4 a.m. To eat, like nigga, we gotta eat. We gotta wait. <laughs> you gonna eat though, but you, you gotta wait though. So four, like four, because I think Roddy closed at three or something. We wouldn't get on to four, four thirty. We'd be up starving, like nigga. What a big deal for that, anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, look, Riley used to be that. Uh, oh man, so hard. Yeah, Riley's Riley's was that shit for the burgers for me. When it for sure. Out. And it came out like, yeah, if I don't got me, I got more than McDonald's money. I'm going to Rollins. You're the Buford. That shit used to taste so good. No, so hard, man. That's funny. Um, 
<laughs> uh, Regina said, uh, I agree. I just don't think people want to work anymore. Uh, Angel said, uh, we didn't we didn't even use to accept applications. It was drop your resume off only. Now we're doing open interviews. I mean, that's a complete shift. Damn. That's a complete shift. You know what I'm saying? What is that? It's a bit of a drive, but hey, I'll tell you what, though. Real talk, if you don't mind working in a factory, I can't work in a factory. Like, I'll, I'll commit if I work in a factory. I, I just would. I can't. I, I can't. I just can't be put in a box where I can't think I would go crazy. But some people can. Like, like uh, one of my best dudes, he can work in a factory his entire life. He don't even bother him. Like, he don't even think about it. I, I worked in a factory for two weeks and, and almost ended it all. Hey. <laughs> almost I, ended it all, man. I, when I worked in a factory, I used to leave, like, my night black on the inside from breathing all that dirt in. And we only got 10 minutes for a break. Hey, hey, the true factory workers like slaves, man. I mean, y'all, y'all machines, y'all don't need no break. Come on, load this truck. Come load this stuff. Come wrap. Oh my god, I, don't, I can't do it. But if you, if you're a person that could work in uh, in factories, you don't mind a little bit of a drive, man. A drive, man, hit up Angel because apparently they need people. But that's a complete shift, though. But um, you know, so I, I don't know. So between what Regina and Angel saying, that's, that's interesting. Regina said, oh, and apparently the younger generation millennials uh, definitely don't want to work. I don't understand it. I'm so grateful to be allowed to work two days a week. Uh, I love to get this, give this disease away and go back to my eight, 10 hour days, five to six days a week. Uh, it's taken for granted. You think millennials got a problem? We're working. Um. All right, it's the <laughs> this is anti-work uh, uh, Reddit, a uh, subreddit that I'll be reading sometimes. And you gotta tell me, I, I love uh, good <laughs> subreddits, man. I love them. And they tell stories about, you know, what's I said. Uh, what did it say? You you gotta share that. Like you only get. 25% of the or your or your tips that you're supposed to get and and then after three months you get 50%. Then at six months you finally get the hundred percent of the tips that you're supposed to get. What? Like working in a restaurant? Yeah, it was a restaurant, so or whatever. I don't really know where it was, but that type of you know, that type of uh, industry, but that's why I feel for the younger generation because they already they been seeing it. Like, okay, you know, our parents they could you know work at their job and retire and have money and shit. But you know, the newer generation is seeing that. How is that possible? Like, you can't. Like, what the fuck? You can't survive on six fifty five. So <laughs> bars. <laughs> so. uh yeah, stories like that where it's like, why why do I want to work here? You know, that's why I see a lot of small businesses popping up because it's like, I'd rather work for myself. I I agree with you, Regina. I, I'm a, I'm a, dis- now everything as far as, you know, you would trade your, your disease to go back to your eight hour days. I agree with that, right? So I, I think we do take for granted the ability to be able to work 
and all that stuff. I, I, I do agree with that. But man, when you can, when, when back in the day, you know, so you have our parents or grandparents or whatever, uh, maybe not our grandparents specifically, but that same time, time frame, time window, where you could literally, you could buy a house, you know what I'm saying? And you could, you could work a normal job, a normal job, just regular, no education, out of high school. You just start working. You can buy a house and a car. And you can actually live and, and, and have shit. Like you can have stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's not, that's not really how it is today. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's necessarily that millennials don't want to work. I think they look at it like, what am I working for? You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I, like, I, I have nothing. No end game. There's no, even when we, who are in our, our mid and early 30s, by the time we get to, and it's, it's a bunch of factors for this, but by the time we get to retirement age, like, the Social Security is not going to be what Social Security is today. And it's not going to be what Social Security was 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, it's not, it's definitely not the same. And if you think about how, think about how the retirement age changed after every seven years or so, right around there, they move that, they bump that age up. You know what I'm saying? So you got millennials that you're talking about, they're not going to be able to even retire until they 70 plus. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we just, we, it, and, you know, like I said, it's a bunch of factors. It's the fact that, um, and the way that the system works is you pay for the, the generation in front of you. So we're paying our tax money and stuff is going is paying for the people who are retirement age now. You know what I'm saying? When we're older or whatever, the people that's younger than us are going to be paying for our generation. But it's, and it's a lot of factors that goes into it. Like people are living longer than they ever have. The population on the planet is as higher than it ever has been ever. There's a bunch of different factors. But the bottom line is that uh, millennials or, or younger people are looking at the fact that there is possibly no end game for them. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't have a normal job working in a, in a normal factory or, or, or your, your everyday fast food place or whatever and, 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 and have shit. Like you can't buy a house. And, and, and create a family, you know, on a normal salary. Like, you had to be working, you know, uh, I want to say somewhere extravagant, but you got to have something where you can kind of bump up on the list. Like, you can't do this shit off minimum wage, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and just working hard because there is no end game. Let me ask you this. Would you, if you were a millennial, you were younger, you know, would you ask somebody, you know, what would they like to order? Or would you, um, do they got a bank account? And, and, and do you want, and tell you want them to tap in, and tap in with them on that, with, with your bank? I mean, what would you wait, do? <laughs> wait, if I, wait, wait, if I was a millennial, would I, would I rather do what? I'm going to say it again, because I, I fucked it up. But I said, if you're a millennial, would you rather ask somebody what do they want to order or do they have a bank account? If I was a millennial talking to like 
Another millennial? No, in today's time, would you rather tell somebody or ask somebody what do they want to order? What would you like to eat? Or do you got a bank bank account? Tap in with me. Which one would you? Oh, for sure. Oh, let's <laughs> get this money together. You know what I'm saying? What, what, like, how much you got to invest? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How much can you put in? They put, you know they what I'm saying? Put five. They can put five thousand dollars in your account overnight. They hey, do. we we out of here. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> we made it. Uh, let me see. Angel said a thousand dollar sign on bonus, right? A thousand dollar sign on bonus. Ha, ha. Angel, I just need to know. That's how many? Is that like three months? Is that like a about that early? Only we. Yeah. Have. Is it? It's like a six month and you get the sign on bonus or three months. I need to know. Regina said, my factory job was great. It was only summer help. I would have stayed forever at $30 an hour. Regina this, Regina, this is what I'm saying. She said that was back in 1996. I was 18 years old. That's crazy. Regina, I worked part-time summer. This is as soon as I got back from college. Uh, I had a bum shoulder, you know what I'm saying? But I, I had to work. And, uh, you know how much that was paying me? That's $30 an hour in 1996. You know how much that was paying me in 2009, 2010? I guarantee they was paying me like $9 an hour, right? Now, we know how money works, right? So $9 an hour in 1996 would be like uh uh you know uh four dollars an hour now or whatever the, the the rate is but the worth of money goes down over time right so if you was making thirty dollars <laughs> in 1996 i should have been making for a factory worker and i know we might have been doing two different things but for a factory work i should have been making 45 dollars an hour you know what I'm saying because that's how money works they were paying me like eleven dollars an hour, twelve dollars an hour, or, or no, not nine dollars an hour, with no with no benefits. Like you know what I'm saying? With no benefits, almost almost committed. I worked there two days, and I left, uh, and then later in my life, when I worked in the factory again, I worked there for two weeks, and uh, one day I, I was we was doing fiberglass. We had to wrap and bag fiberglass, and uh, I'm wrapping, and I'm like. Did you I have kill myself. Glasses? Yeah, safety glasses for, for dealing with while you was dealing with the safety glasses, but no gloves. Like they didn't give niggas gloves. They gave us safety glasses. And so you know fiberglass, it just sticks in your it's like uh not quite microscopic, but it's little slithers and it and it gets into like so when you go home and take a shower and you or you wash your hand, you can feel it in your skin. I'm not even kidding. I worked there for two weeks, and the day I knew I was quitting is I was, I was sitting there. I might even told this story. I don't remember. I'm rolling like fiberglass, and I'm trying to think to myself. I'm like, think of something, right? Think of think of anything, sports, women, uh, uh, anything. Think of something, and I couldn't. I couldn't think outside of. Like these four walls, like you know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't think of shit. Like I'm sitting there, like, think of something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it sounds weird to say, but I couldn't think of anything that wasn't wrapping 
fiberglass. Like, nigga, I almost committed. Like, I, I, dude, I walked out like, nigga, this is it. Like, if I ever come out of this place, like, I'm going to kill myself. Like, I can't think in this place. Like, I can't mentally, I can't make it because there's nothing here. It's just these four walls and these machines, and we just roll in fiberglass all day. You know, long fiberglass, short fiberglass, fiberglass, rolling all day. Like, um, I, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, man. Um, and it was paying me you know, $10 an hour or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, life for $10 an hour, man. Dude, they didn't give us, like I said, they didn't give us gloves. They didn't give us uniform. They didn't give us, uh, like, boots or even, like, uh, sole inserts. Like, nothing. Like, nothing. It's like, I'm dying here. <laughs> now, hey, the turnover was so high that it was no, you know, older people there to tell you, like, hey. No. <laughs> dude is the, uh, the, the oldest the oldest dude there was probably so I let me say I had to be like mid 20s the oldest dude was like 31 from like Cincinnati like he, he had like a weird accent it was a funny dude he was the oldest dude and he, he hadn't even been there long he was there the longest he was the oldest dude but he hadn't been there long the longest the, the oldest dude was 31 so nobody, right, it wasn't nobody there like, hey, buy your own gloves, otherwise this, this shit's going to kill you. Or, nigga, uh, Dr. Show's got a deal, you know, like, it, was, it wasn't nobody, you know what I'm saying? It was, everybody was young. I, I should have been just working for a temp service, like, they, just people, get people in there and get people out of there, you know what I'm saying? But this was actually for the company, and it was paying people $10 an hour, and it just wasn't, there was no end goal. Like, even if I love that type of work, there is no end goal. There, there is no finish line for people making $10 an hour. And I know this was a couple of years ago, but still. Like, so I, I don't necessarily, long story short, I don't necessarily agree with millennials don't want to work. But it's like, if I'm going to work, I might as well do something that I like or try to make something of myself. Because if I just doing the standard go to work for eight for 40 hours a week, that, that, don't, that don't cut it. That that just don't cut it. When I even when I bought my house, and I was in this was pre-pandemic or right before the pandemic, whatever. Like so, I wasn't making great money. I'm making pretty good money now, but I wasn't making great money at the time. But I had two jobs. Like you can't just work a normal forty and and think that you're just going to prosper. Like you got to get with a wife or a spouse where y'all can actually pull your money and and, and, and prosper. Don't give away the secrets. That's. I'm just I'm just saying like you. To do it so, so as a younger person thinking that, especially at the time, like, it's no way I can just work a normal job and actually get the American dream. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's I can't. I just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? No, you got it like two jobs minimum. I remember I had three jobs at one time, which was crazy. <laughs> I've had three jobs. You, you know, I, that's one thing I've never had an issue with is getting a job. I've worked three jobs. Like, I sleep at one job so I have enough energy at the other job. Like, I, I've done it, you know what I'm saying? But it, it ain't like I can just work in the steel mill, you know what I'm saying? Or I can just work in the steel mill for, uh, I don't know what you're laughing at, but don't be laughing. Um, I, I was thinking of a time I fell asleep at work. And the, the yeah, what, like, I'm the job, and I was thinking I was going to do the same shit. <laughs> I, be, I be at work sleep. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, so, you know, and, and, and 
you know, so so it's not even from a young age, and we're not even. I don't. I don't think we consider millennials. I, I don't know where the line is or whatever. But like from the beginning, I knew, and apparently you knew, and so many other people. Like we know that one job is not going to cut it. Like just doing, just working in a, in a steel factory forever, like our parents and grandparents, it's not going to cut it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't. I think my grandmother started off in like housekeeping at the hospital. I don't know what she did before, but she started off like housekeeping. Worked her way up to like um, like a ch- one of the head nurses in like RBNC or whatever, and my gra- and my grandfather worked at the steel mill forever, as far as I know. Like that's still at that time. We talking about the sixties. That's two good jobs, you know. what I'm saying where you can raise a family and raise kids, and they're like the fifth family in, in Cleveland Heights or whatever or on a on a street or whatever, like a black family, not just family, but black family. Like you can. And that's and I don't know their education, but you know I'm assuming it wasn't like the best in the world. You can't do that now. You just can't do it. Like you can't do it now. Yeah, no, really. Let's say if you get into a trade, yeah, you can make enough. You can make enough money for sure. To be all right. Like you know, those trades are paying. They're in, in the jobs, but you still got to go to you know some type of training for that. But as far as like. Getting a job, working for Ford, <laughs> stuff like that. Nah. Working at the steel mill. This is going, man. Out of there. Regina said, uh, several millennials I've been around are just holding out for the get, get rich quick. I agree with that. I agree with that, Regina. I really do. She said, sure, that's nice but for, uh, for anyone, but, uh, but how about work and building so you get to that point? Like, I agree with the first half, but the second half is, like, built to what point? Like, jobs – now, now we're talking about kind of post-pandemic where jobs are so desperate for workers that they are paying more money. I'm, I, I, would, I would venture to say that it's still not great money, but it's good money. Like, you can actually find a, a job with, you know, decent to minimal experience and, and actually make some decent money, I, in my opinion. Um you know, but as far as getting to that point, like, I, I just think it's weighted differently, you know what I'm saying, based off of age and experience, you know what I'm saying? How many times have we talked about jobs on this, and it's kind of alludes to, like, a, a series we're going to come up with later, but how many times have we alluded to, like, a job that's like, oh, you need 10 years of experience, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need 10 years of experience, you know what I'm saying, like, how do how do I get ten years? How do I get experience with a job that nobody's going to hire me at? Right. Like everybody is saying that they want experience with this job. How do I get experience if nobody's going to hire me because I don't have experience? Like that's the type of stuff that we face. Where uh, back in the day, you could walk out of high school and go find a job. My my teacher, one of one of my favorite teachers, probably my favorite teacher, uh, a, a guy that I respect to this day. Um, the only teacher I'm cool with on social media, like to this day, he said, if I can do anything differently, I wouldn't go to college. Like I would just start working. Like he's like, in my time, I would just start working. I don't have to worry about nothing. I can just get a job, work in whatever it is that I'm passionate about and, and still raise my kids, still uh, buy all the motorcycles he'd be buying now. Like he just bought like a fancy uh French or Spanish scooter or whatever, like it's, it's only a hundred made in the in the world or something. Like you can still do all that stuff. You can still do all that stuff, 
without going to college. Like this is what he said recently, or he said it a long time ago, but I look at the stuff he's doing now and I like, yeah, you could have still did all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, so I wouldn't just blame it on millennials. And I think they do want to get rich quick or I'm going to go viral uh, uh, and get this following. I completely uh, understand that, but that's because they know that playing the long game it's probably not going to work out. Like you're not going to get this great interest rate. Uh, the, the economy is not great how it was, where you can retire with a bunch of money. Uh, it, it just ain't the same. It ain't the same. But it's money on your phone. Like they have discovered they can make money just on being on the phone. Period. You can make money off of playing video games. You could make a living off of playing video games all day and be really good at it. streaming. You can, you can stream, you can stream, you playing video games and just because you're good at it. Now you're making money. You know what I'm saying? People would rather do that than go work at a job that's, they can't even make up their own hours. You can make up your own hours. You know what I'm saying? When I feel like getting on the phone and doing what I want to do, I can make money, period. So, I mean, I don't blame them. So I don't think it's, it's just that the, the model is messed up, I think. And, you know, younger people see the model and like, this don't make sense. Like, this is like, I can't, I can't buy, I can't, you can't buy nothing with those checks. Man, you worked them jobs when we were in high school. What can you do? But now <laughs> they make it like 15, 20 dollars in high school. Hey, uh, like I, 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 I looked at, yeah, I looked at some stuff and I'm like, man, <laughs> I don't want to be a guy that's known for job hopping, but man, it, it, it's some cash out here if you if you if you willing to you know to just you know follow the money you know and, and money don't always make you happy or whatever but boy it sure do give you some damn options though it, it give you some options as far as like what the next step is you know what I'm saying yeah. and 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 that's it's and you 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 bring up a great point is that it is money on your phone like people can be made see and I think that people. Uh, my age or older or whatever, I think they they look at millennials um, how like sports fans look at college athletes, right? But now you or, or high school athletes, I mean, you're really good, but like only you know, say only five percent of really good high school kids go on to be like stars in college. Right. And of those stars in college, nigga, one percent, and this is not a made up. That's a real number. One percent of the college uh, population end up in the pros, right? 1% in football for at least. Um, so, like, I, I, so God, so I think the older people look like, man, it ain't, you should probably do something else because, um, you know, uh, not, there's not many people going viral. It's not many people working, um, you know, where they can just work playing video games or, or making online content or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I mean, even 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 putting us in the equation, not to cut you off, uh, but even even putting us into the equation, I would love. Now I love doing the show and I love talking to y'all, but I would love if we could break up to doing it once a month or something. But we got all these different people uh, doing shows. We got you know, and during the course of Ebony J and Penny, uh, Siobhan, like and we had all these people and we were able to push them. I, I would love for that to be the case. You know what I'm saying? To the point where I can. You know, stop working and focus on that. Focus on Epiphany Media. A- absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not delusional to think that, nigga, uh, we, we're we so special that uh, 
I'm not I'm not even gonna worry about money on the other side. Like that's ridiculous. And I think and a lot of older people feel get mad at millennials because most millennials think like that. Like, oh, I, I, I'm I'm so special that I can do this and I'm gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be the one to cut through and make it. And you might be, but we're talking about the one percent though. You know what I'm saying? And I think older people look at it like that. Y'all, y'all just being irresponsible. Y'all don't want to work. Y'all, y'all just want stuff given to y'all. Um, but that's not necessarily the case. Like it can be done, but it's just rare, man. It's like making to the NFL is rare. It's just rare. But I, I would say they're okay in the NFL, the NBA, the MLB. See you, Regina. See you. Thanks for tuning in. But uh, there's a certain amount of slots available, right? You know, with social media, there's a limited amount of slots. With being the best at a, a particular video game, you know, there's a limited amount of slots where you could, you know, where you could do that. But as far as being in the league, I mean, you could be good, you could be very good, but you might not be getting the shine. Nobody will see. You know what I'm saying? You can play in a country t- a country town. Nobody heard of you before, but you can next Randy Moss out here. It's true. That's true. Uh, Regina said, uh, the, the last thing she said before she left is, uh, I always had two jobs until I had my son. My dad always had three. Yeah, and 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 I, I think, now, Regina, I don't remember how old you are. I think you're in your late 30s, maybe, early 40s. I don't really don't remember. But that's I would think that would be rare for, if you're that age, for your dad to have three jobs. Like, I think that's kind of rare. So I think, like, what would be my dad's generation? Uh, so that would be mid fifties, early sixties, like that. That range, um, same range for my mom. I think that's a, <laughs> it's funny. I think my dad was way older than that, but whatever. <laughs> um, but anyway, that that range. Let's say fifty five to sixty five. Typically, they could just work one job and 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 be have enough money to provide and do a little tricking on the side, like whatever it is that they want to do. Uh, I think that's an anomaly um, uh, for like your your dad to, to always have three jobs or whatever. But um, that's interesting that you said it though. Uh, Tim said, "I made great money working at the hospital as a phlebotomist uh, for eight years." What? You think I was gonna get that word? No, just a job title. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? I know Tim. I can't see Tim being no <laughs> for eight years, Tim. Tim, I know what you do now. Uh, eight eight years—that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know about you drawing blood for eight years. Uh, then got into uh, trucking for twenty. Uh, but 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 yeah, like Tim was—he's older than us. Tim, I, I have no idea how old you are. So my apologies, um, but. That's still like we're talking about, you know. He said he was eighteen, so that was a couple, at least, at least a couple of decades ago. He said the least. <laughs> Tim, Tim, my guy, but I, I don't know how old he is or whatever. But Tim, Tim, man, me and Tim always had a good time. Always had a good conversation. Tim would come in early just to, so we can chat and kick it or whatever before his appointment. So, Tim, Tim my guy for sure. But uh, uh, Tim, yeah. go ahead. My bad. Out of the trucking, which is a great field to be. Hey, if, 
and it ain't even like uh it ain't even like cross country trucking like Tim Tim do if I got into like trucking I would try to do what Tim do you know what I'm saying without giving too much information I would try to do what Tim do uh and be at the crib be at the but crib I thought about it but I just know what is it that first year or two years uh, you you hitting the road right, that, that's long, the long distance it though, but but you 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 you, you have to draw all over to California. That's yeah, yeah. You 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 are uh, not not quite a slave because you getting paid for it. But man, you about to be hitting that road. Ain't, ain't no local uh, when you just starting out, and you ain't local. You the, the local shit come with earned time. That's what I'm saying. So if I did trucking, I would definitely do a timber for sure. Uh, Tim said, I, "I hire people who promise the world in the interview." <laughs> hmm. I know it's been on the screen for a minute. This is my first time reading it, though. He said, "I hire people who promise the world in the interview, but no, no, no work ethic." Uh, I have gone through seven. One <laughs> good one, Tim. You don't. <laughs> You don't get you don't hire people that have no work ethic. You promise you hire the sensible people that has the best work. But hey, you don't know that they don't have any work ethic. I know. I don't I don't know if he's saying that like do you know do you feel like in the interview like this dude don't got no work ethic, but he promised the world, or you saying that happenstance, like you just so happen to hire the people that have no work ethic. Look, it, it can be confusing though. I love working with somebody new at the job because especially when it's just me standing around and it lets me know that lets me know that I have any initiative and I just start doing it. I'm doing I'm doing your job. That that's how easy it is to do your job. Are you just standing looking at you while I'm doing your while I'm doing your job? Like, <laughs> or I'm like, hey, I just ain't working out. I never, I never got a chance to hire nobody. I think I'll, I'll be a good hirer, a good HR person. But I think um, I have trained people, right? So I've trained a ton of people, and I, I can already tell my my tell as far as if people want to work out or not. If you if you're not asking questions, you you're you're just not gonna work out. Like if you're not curious about you know what we do, if you just want to know like what do I have to do so I know what the minimum is. Like I'm like it, this is this is not gonna work out. But you actually asking questions, trying to learn a position, or whatever. I'm like, all right, you got a chance. You got a, you got a pretty good chance. Um. So I don't want to go so far. Angel said, uh, "How do you fix it? How do you how do companies get people to work?" Yeah, they make robots. They don't get people to work. <laughs> they get a robot. <laughs> so they don't. <laughs> they'd rather pay a robot. All they- you know, do maintenance on instead of having not coming to work and doing slow work, not efficient. Just get a robot, saw saw, or they get uh, what a kiosk. They they don't need any anybody to check you out. Just get a, K, a kiosk. You good? What's up, Eric? Get a kiosk. Y'all good? So, so I think I I, I agree with you on the most part. This is why uh, uh, supermarkets have. Um, 
self-checkout places, Walmart or whatever, you got self-checkout places. I, I think and how you fix it as far as how do companies get people to work. Man, this is, this is why I think. I don't know for sure. I'm sure HR do a wide range of things. This is why I think I'd be perfect at HR because it's more than just human resources. Like, you don't want to... It's funny. I've seen a commercial about this, so I'm, I'm still the line from the commercial. But it was like, um, the lady's like, oh, I'm a human resource officer. Then they rewind. She's like, I'm a, I'm a not treat like human, or I'm sorry, not treat humans like resources officer. Yeah. Like, I, I think it comes from the very, very top. If you're not treating, if you're not treating people like, like robots, if you're not treating people like they're expendable, you know right. what I'm saying? If you're treat, if you're actually treating people with respect, like, hey, we appreciate you. We're going to give you, it's cold outside, so we're going to give you gloves. You know what I'm saying? You wrapping, you wrapping a uh, um, uh, 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 fiberglass. We're going to give you anti-fiberglass gloves or whatever. We appreciate you actually showing up day after day for work. You know what I'm saying? You you've been here. You've been here um, two years. You've only called out once. I appreciate you. Right. Here's a handshake, and here is um, I don't fucking know, like uh. uh, uh a gift card to get some coffee or some tea or some shit. Like, I, I don't know, but like, I think it starts at the very top as far as companies appreciate it starts. And I'm not saying it ends here. Let me be clear. It starts with appreciating the people who show up every fucking day to work, whether it's snowing, whether it's hot, whether it's, uh, 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 my wife had a baby, whether it's, uh, I'm sick and I feel terrible, but I'm showing up to work because I know if I don't show up to work, then these four guys are are, are going to have to uh, um, uh, pick up the slide. Now they all getting home later, whatever the case is. Like I, it starts at the top with somebody saying, "Look, I know you have options at other jobs. I know you have um, whatever. I appreciate you." For coming to work day in and day out, I fucking appreciate it. That's where it starts. That's the fucking minimum you can do is come by and say, "Look, I we got we got ten people that don't show up or show up when they want to, but I appreciate you, you showing up every day." But that what you're talking about is rare. You know what I'm saying? No, like extremely rare. You know, I uh, I worked at jobs where it was like, hey. Y'all had a, you you know you work hard last week it was a hard week you know you working all these hours here go bonus like nigga that's unheard of like when does that happen like they the niggas not gonna pay you for not working more out you know not working out that uh they could be that they paying you for you know what I'm saying most I completely agree what's that movie uh national <laughs> national lampoons uh the Christmas movie uh <laughs> oh with Chevy Chase yeah. yeah. That bonus all year, he gets to the Christmas dinner, and they said, hey, he can't get shit. That nigga almost, he wanted to kill everybody, but he said he ain't get no bonus. That's funny. Like, I like I, I swear, like, I, um, I, I, one of my, one of my favorite positions I ever had at work, uh, so, like, I was, like, a nutrition assistant, I'm sorry, assistant, and uh, every, every, once a week, 
usually on like a Thursday or Friday or whatever, whenever it wasn't busy. But he would come around, and and now clearly bonuses and stuff is great. But sometimes he would just come by and shake your hand, like, "Look, I appreciate. Look, I <laughs> I appreciate you being here. You know what I'm saying? You could have not been here." Like, you know, you've been here all five days or whatever cases. I appreciate that the fact that you came into work. Like that meant so much to me as a as a and I was young, as a young worker. Just to say, like, damn, he just appreciates the fact that I came to work. Now, fast forward and years later, you, you think about how many people don't show up to work, or like Virginia was talking about earlier about people not wanting to work, or whatever the case is. Like sometimes you gotta just fucking appreciate the fact that these people came in. Like I see on like drive-through windows, they were like, "Oh, you know, we short-staffed. Um, if you feel like we're taking a long time, put in an application yourself." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, what I'm saying some, some, so sometimes even as a customer, you have to just appreciate the fact that people did come in to work. Like you gotta like. I'm just glad you fucking here. It might take a little longer or whatever, but I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're here. Yeah. And then when I get when I get when I'm there, don't complain. Don't don't say no bullshit about you know I'm not doing because I'm I'm doing two fucking jobs. Leave me alone. Let's <laughs> <Leave me alone. laughs> uh, see. Angel said uh, me and Virginia is the same age. Yeah. So so I I would think that. I think that it's rare for her dad, who would be, I would assume, in her in his sixties, closer to seventies, would be working three jobs. But you know, not impossible for sure. Tim said he's fifty-two. Look, yeah, he's fifty-two. He look, I thought he was about forty from the pit. Yeah, some young dude. Hey, party. I um, I know somebody who, actually, I know a lot of people who retired. Then they had to get a they had to get a job right after they retired. Crazy. Yeah. Why do you think Walmart got greeters and stuff? It should be old people. I money, you know what I'm saying? On a yearly basis. They're making all right, they make good money. But you still gotta get a job after yeah. I be thinking to pay for But that's I agree with the millennials. Like the end game is shitty. Like you still gotta work even after putting your work in. Now I gotta now I gotta get a man. That shit is crazy to me, man. That's why. People, that's why my mind is on some other shit, like right now. People working their entire life. That's why. I still got, yeah, yeah. Early, you said earlier. Uh, we said earlier about the people who you know I'm going to make it regardless of what happened. Had that mentality. I most definitely agree with that mentality because. You know, the world and older people is telling you, oh, you got to get you got to go to school. You got to work this job. You got to put it, put your years in. But that's not that's not the move anymore. Like I'm trying to I would rather have that money now so I can enjoy my older years instead of being my older years. Like, damn, I can't I don't want to do shit. And me not being shit is just going to kill me from just being in the house, not doing shit all day. Or having a, a job. When I've been stressed for 40, 50 years working a fucking job. Now I gotta work. Uh it's just stressing me just thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, because right. I mean, why you like you, you think you think that people that work as Walmart greeters or whatever, you think they want to do that job? Like it's typically older people who work their entire life, typically. You know, I, I don't know every, you know, people's situation, but 
I'm, I'm pretty sure it's people that work and, you know, uh, had their retirement, whatever. But now in order to pay for their prescription or whatever, they got to work two days a week or whatever the case is just to pay for their prescription. It's it absurd. Right. It should not be like that. Like, why do they got to stand here on their on their feet? You know, they feet hurt standing there. That's a motherfucker. <laughs> did you, did, can I see your receipt? That's I got secured. You basically security and shit and see if I paid. I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you go to fucking Sam's Club. Like, first of all, I, I got to have, like, have an ID to go in there to buy this shit. But now I got to have somebody making sure that and it's somebody who that shit is for real. I think it's how I know they feet hurt. Uh, yo, that's the funniest shit ever, man. I know these old people feet hurt, man. You think they want to be standing on their feet asking you questions about the receipt? Nigga, I'm, nigga, uh, I'm not buying a shoe of that uh, shit. I'm comfortable, I'm not buying it. <laughs> Nigga, everybody wearing them panda dunks right now. Nigga, dunks is the. <laughs> like, I would never put them on my feet. How stylish it is. I ain't wearing that shit. My feet gonna hurt. So just imagine them seven years old with, with the diabetes socks on and shit. Feet hurt. That's a motherfucker. Can I see a receipt? Nigga. Oh. oh my god. It's crazy, man. Oh my god. All right, man. Let me catch up on the comments. Tim said, man, I hired him. They started and I catch him standing around. So you was right, yeah. Uh man. Look, I love interviews, man. Tim, you'll love me in the interview, man. I swear. I'm a great interviewer. I should I should teach a class. And just said, no lie, we have talked about automation. He's right. People just forget people. We just go to robots. He's right. Uh, Erica said, I don't know. After the pandemic, I'm not a serious worker. Interesting. They pay you pay you $50,000 to stay at home. You don't get serious. That's, I know somebody who asked their boss, can they uh, stay at home longer because they get paid more. <laughs> by the government than by you. And they said this to their boss. <laughs> That's a dumb person. That's a dumb person. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a true person, but that's dumb. You don't say that to your boss. Hey, and they they quit on their boss and went to a job that paid more. <laughs> that's what I'm Erica said, right, exactly. Erica said, now they have to treat people humanely or people will leave and go to other jobs. you absolutely right. Tim said, uh, when you interview, you have to judge someone by the response to your question and their attitude towards the job. You take a chance every time you give someone a shot, it's harder than you would think. Tim, I, I would love, because because I, and I, I'm not even just saying it, I feel like I'm a great interviewer. Like, I, like I, I, it's not many jobs that I've interviewed for that I didn't get the offer, right? I'm not saying I took every job, but that I didn't get the offer. I'm a great interviewer. Uh, so I think 
because of that, I think that I would be a good judge of other people who are interviewing for a job. I could be wrong. You you, you might be a hundred percent right. Some I don't know. I never hired nobody, um, you know, for a job that wasn't like something here at Epiphany Media. But other than that, um, you you might be right. But I think I would be a good judge of character. Like I think I would I would be. I would much rather take the L and, and, and try to find the best person for the position than to say, hey, we need somebody in here. This is the best kind of that kind of fits. I would just rather hold out and you know, I maybe I had to work extra or whatever the case is. But um but yeah, I, I Tim, maybe you're right. Like you got no experience of hiring people, so, so maybe you're absolutely right. Uh, Erica said, uh, the old way is out the window. Uh, she said, truth. Uh, I think she said that when I was saying whatever I was saying. That, but companies have to be this way now. Yeah, I, I mean, man, I don't understand how companies don't understand. I don't know. I don't know how they don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Now, and it's not even, I, I don't personally, I don't even think that it's like they should treat their employees better I feel like they actually treating their employees like employees. Like you're actually paying them a livable wage. You're giving them all of these incentives to work. Like this stuff you should have been doing anyway, in my opinion, as a worker. Um, let me see. Tim said, my company lets me provide snacks and water, uh, snacks and he says soda, but I'm going to say pop water, Gatorade, lunch twice a month. I buy them water, coats, I'm sorry, winter coats, glove, eye, ear protection. I love my company. Tim, uh-huh. that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Look, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I'm talking about, Tim. Somebody's a company to say that I appreciate y'all. Like y'all coming in, I'm going to make sure y'all hands not cut up. I'm, I'm going to give y'all gloves. Uh, y'all working a fucking freezer. I'm going to make sure y'all got coats. And 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 whatever it is, whatever it is that y'all need to be successful, Tim, I love that. Most look, and that's not even Tim. That shouldn't be special. Like you should be saying that, and then Erica, she be like, "Yeah, my job do that too." Angel, she be like, "My job do that too." Uh, uh, Byron, mom, she be like, "That that that's my job too." Like that should be the normal as treating people like people. Nigga, you know, job. letting people know that they appreciative. Nigga, my job. Appreciate it. Early gets the supplies I need. That's crazy. Angel said, uh, "It doesn't matter if you it does. Oh, it does matter if you have uh, bad leadership." She said, "I'm speaking the truth." Uh, your mom checked in. Tim said, "Your mics keep cutting out." I don't know if you're talking about me or Byron. I think talking about Byron because uh, he don't got on the headphones, so every time he talk, it cuts out for a minute. That's different though. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I need to invest in this. Yeah. Why you don't got headphones? Well, I might go buy some tonight since I'm being <laughs> I'm being criticized when I have any headphones. <laughs> I got phone. You know, <laughs> I only can have Bluetooth headphones, and I don't have them currently. So tonight, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend money I don't have. <laughs> I, I keep trying to mute myself so when you talk at the same time, then yours will play through. Well, you should have told me this. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I, 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 I ain't worried about like, hey, in the middle of the show, like, hey, find some headphones. Like, it's cool. Well, that put a damper on my. <laughs> Hey, I thought we was having a great show. Turns out people <laughs> criticize. It's funny. Erica said, uh, "Write down your vision on what uh, on what you would like to create in your life as a comfortable way, comfortable way for you to make money." Um, yeah, I mean, of course, everybody be like, "Oh, I want to make my own schedule, do my own thing, whatever it is that I'm passionate about." And, um, and and kind of go from there, but that's not always, you know, how it works. Like you gotta have a backup plan or something secondary. Um, Erica said it should be the standard, and Sim said Byron, as in Byron might keep cutting off. But yeah, I, I think it should be the standard, man. Jobs should be that should, and, and that's why I feel like I, I feel like I've worked enough as the worker to uh, to be great at HR when it comes to helping the actual employee. So I'm not in customer service where you're helping a customer. I'm in employee service where I'm helping the customer. Like I, I hate when people say uh, X, Y, Z about HR because HR shouldn't be a bad word to the employee. You should think of HR like, oh, I, so the, the people that got my back, cool. I, I love HR. Instead of when you hear HR, you're like, damn, HR? Like what, what's going to happen now? Like it shouldn't be a negative word for the employee. The HR being cahoots with the manager, and that's not good at all. Completely defeats the purpose of having a, a, a separate department. I agree 100%. I don't got nothing to say, but one day <laughs> I want to be a guest host. That'll be fun. Hey, come on. Like, we got slots. You put your right on, you put your face right here where the, <laughs> where the progressive line is at. We'll, we'll, we'll split it up. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out the, the correct layout. We'll get you together. Um, For sure, Tim, hit, hit me up, man. Let me know what you want to talk about or whatever, and we can go through it. But I, I, I agree 100%. Um, I, I think I'd be really good at HR, though. Angel said, HR is supposed to be a resource for the employees. Yes, I've been a worker long enough that I feel like I would like to not be in customer service, but to be employee service. Like, I, I swear, the commercial is probably like, I don't know if it's an ND commercial or whatever, but like when that lady say, like, I, I, I never resonated with a commercial more in my life, man. When that lady say, uh, I'm a, I'm a, a HR, um, I'm a HR officer or whatever, or HR or whatever, and then it rewinds to like, I'm a not treat employees, not treat humans like resources officer. And again, I'm not just treating people like resources. Like I'm actually here for the people. Like, I, I I would love to do that for sure. Like just imagine if you needed to you, you plan that two months ahead that you need that day off, and they said no, you can't. Like what? It's crazy. <laughs> Look, that's why the meme uh, that meme started where I'm not coming in. <laughs> like that's how so many people can relate to that. So how can you tell somebody they can't take off work? Like you, you working me like a slave. Like I have, I, I gotta have a personal life. I got things going on. I just can't be a slave here, day in and day out. It's just not gonna happen for me. But I, I, I know people who, uh, like they, somebody they, they father or their mother died, and the job that that they couldn't take off for the funeral. 
What? So they so they got fired. They got hired right next door though. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is crazy, man. Like, like that's crazy to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like and now I get it. Now, if it's something excessive where like the company wouldn't be able to function uh decently without you, like or if it's let's say it's only six people and two people are already off, and you want to be the third person off, so we only gotta have three people working, like now that's now that's I'm like, hey, come on, like is there any way you can flex it or whatever? Like, but if it's just like I put this in two months ago and now I can't go on vacation or whatever, like that's crazy to me. And like you said, that's where that mean come in. We're like, uh, like you know, they, they think I'm asking for time off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm taking the time off. Like, don't even worry about it. I'm taking the time. Uh let me see. Erica said a, a lot of jobs, a lot of jo- a lot of jobs have this mentality that employees or have this mentality that employees are replaceable. Yeah, until until now, until like right now, where they need workers though. That I, I agree with you hundred percent. Until right now, where they like we're we're short staff at every location. Like we can't find people to, to work. We gotta bump up, you know, uh, our incentives. We gotta bump up our our um, our uh, sign-on bonus. We gotta bump up our our you know what you make per hour. Yeah, like that's I agree with you. But that's the wrong uh, mind state to go into hiring people in the first place, though. Yeah. That people are expendable. That's crazy. And then, and then when you know somebody throw a brick, you know, <laughs> throw a brick through your, uh, you know, to your, through your place of business, then you wonder why like, uh, you've been deserving. You've been deserving many bricks. <laughs> Niggas, niggas doing hard time for throwing them bricks. I salute them though. <laughs> they had to do the right thing, but and uh Erica, we talked about this, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Maybe it might have been just before you joined. We talked about uh Regina had brought up a point about millennials not wanting to work. And I was like, I don't think it's that. I think it's the fact that, or me and Byron both said it's the fact that they there is no end game for the younger people. You know, you know, people work forever. And you still can't retire. I mean, like I said, they move up the retirement age every, like I said, seven years. I want to say it is maybe a little, little longer than that. But they move up where, like, you know, like it used to be a hard number, like sixty-three. All right, sixty-five. More like sixty-seven. Like say they move, they move the date or whatever. So you can, so our age, we can literally end up working. And maybe it won't be hard. Maybe it'll be the generation after us. But we can end up working and not being able to retire. Yeah. Or you got to still work at Walmart because you can't afford their prescription or whatever the case is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not my mindset is not on that. I, I, I cannot be on that. That's why I say on your own after every each and every episode because I can't. Like I, I just I seen it a long time ago. Like this is what nah, I can't I can't be on that retire at sixty five, sixty seven, whatever you said, and then you have to go work at Walmart. No, hell no, nah. hell no. Nah. I I I agree completely. You know what I'm saying? And I, and 
I understand that it's going to be a process. I understand that it might not be as fast as I want it or whatever. But I know, I know in life that it has. I I feel that in life that it has to be balanced, right? So you're gonna have shit that you don't want to do. You don't have to go to work or whatever the case is. But you also gotta live. You know what I'm saying? Like you also gotta, you know, get the most out of this one ride that you have. You know what I'm saying? And if you got kids and you, you know, you got the responsibility of setting up for the next uh generation or whatever. Nigga, my you know what my retirement is? My retirement is life insurance for the people I leave here. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, that's that's whenever I can, I'll bump up my life insurance. You know what I'm saying? Like because the chances are the chances of people making it us our generation and in generally speaking making it <clears throat> with uh with plenty of money to retire and 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 be not even prosperous just to live comfortably you think about people like uh, Kevin Samuels or whatever talking about you gotta have you know a million dollars between you and your spouse or whatever you gotta have a million dollars to live uh safe and I don't know it's equation or whatever but um I don't feel like it's too far off as far as paying for a house and taxes and all the other stuff that comes with, with life or whatever. So, uh, so my insurance policy is to live while I'm here and then set people up, set the next generation up, you know, my family or whatever, uh, to the point where they might not have to work as hard or, or, you know, where they, um, uh, I don't know where they got a good fucking head start. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, let the chips lay where they might. But that that's my that's my uh retirement plan. Is I have a big ass insurance policy. Yeah. But right now though, right, right you wanna have something set up so you can live comfortable. Why you here? Period. Living. Living. Hey. Huh? No, I said no, but it's cool that you want to have, you know, the people that's that that's gonna come up after you give them something. But what about you though? <laughs> oh, oh, you you asking me? What about me? Yeah. Oh, nigga, I, that's, that's what I said. Like I, I'm, I'm balancing. Like living life, you know what I'm saying? Like enjoying the ride while I'm here, right? Uh, along with my responsibilities. Uh, but my end game is to set people up who come after me. Like, so I'm, I'm, uh, like I, we talked about it right before I came, we talked about uh, money and credit score and all that stuff before I came on the air. Like, I, I'm definitely, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to live life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely going to live, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't even want to say as much as I can, but I'm going to enjoy the ride. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same, but my end game, like I said, is is to set people up, you know what I'm saying, after me or whatever. But until then, yeah, they, I, but I, I like to find the balance. Like I don't like to be too strict where like I'm not spending money on nothing or I, I'm, I'm just going to, uh, do this extra extreme diet. Like I'm not going to enjoy, you know, life. But I also, I also understand like, well, you don't want to go too far. into so the enjoyment state, like you got responsibilities, X, Y, Z. <clears throat> um, 
Uh, for the longest, the stock market was my thing, you know what I'm saying? But I uh, get out of that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, but that gave me a, a bit of extra money and stuff. Um, you know, uh, Epiphany Media is a big part of that. Like all, all, like all this stuff is just about setting up, you know, get, getting me to a point where I can be comfortable. I don't got to be extravagant, but let me be comfortable and then set up the people after me. Like that's, you know, my little cousin's. My niece, my nephew, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what my end game is. Like, you think, like, how many people with all the the, the stuff going on, whether it's, uh, we kind of started out this episode talking about, like, how neighborhoods are rough, um, like, what kind of contributes to that? Like, what are the odds that a bunch of people, a bunch of our generation is making it to... 70, 75. What, what are the odds? Depends on how you live in your life. But, that's true. That's a, that's a good point. And I'm not even about being on, being on street shit. Bullshit. That's true. Bullshit, drink bullshit. And that can contribute, contribute to you not living a full life. Or you could just walk outside and get hit by a fucking uh, train. Like, you never know. So, but in the context of you talking about, I mean, you know, try to live, you know, a healthy life. And stay out of, stay out of the bullshit. Absolutely true. Let me catch up. Tim said, uh, if they ask and I'm still able to make it happen without them, I give it to them, but have the integrity to come in uh, if it's going to lead me with an open route that others will have to cover. Exactly. Tell me, it, it, that's exactly what I mean. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's not going to be severely putting us behind, then you know I'll do everything I can to look out for an employee. Uh, your mom said it's based on the year of your uh, – born the year that you're born to retire um i know that you're right but i thought they they bumped the year up like i'm sure the years have changed throughout the (laughs) throughout the years i'm sure the retirement age have changed that's what i'm saying but it shouldn't be like that though like how can y'all predetermine the age that i'm going to retire no why can't i retire at 40 i get enough i I get it you know do what i'm supposed to do i'm gonna retire at 40 i'm done so that's what she said. She said, she's, she said her, my bad. She said her age to retire at 67. However, I, I'll have 20 years with U.S. in 2027, and I'm out of there. I would not be 67 either. Uh, by God's grace, I'll have Social Security 401 and my pension. That, that's great. It's not a bunch of jobs that offer that stuff, and and four hundred one k fluctuates with the stock market. So hopefully, it's you know a good amount of money in there when, when it's time for you to retire or whatever. But um, yeah, so some jobs don't offer that stuff though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> um, you get people that work in in in, in church services. You know, for forever, like, but that don't come with a retirement. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, 
it's a bunch of jobs that don't just come with retirement. You know what I'm saying? With those things that you got set up, uh, that's what we're saying. That that shouldn't be an anomaly. That should be uh, uh, something that's everywhere, though. Tim said, uh, I agree, Angel. Uh, Angel said, debt, keep, uh, debt keeps you forced to work. Tim said, um, I agree, but if they keep dipping into our Social Security, I'm not sure I will be there uh, when we retire. Yeah, that's Social Security. Look, the reti- maybe the retirement age don't change. I know for a fact that that Social Security money is fucking running out. I know for a fact it's getting lower and lower because people are living longer. Um, And like I said, a bunch of other factors, but that's a big factor is we have more old people, older people uh, than we ever have. You know what I'm saying? People just living longer. Uh, Tim said his retirement is 67 as well. Erica said tomorrow isn't promised. I learned many lessons uh, with, just going through life, I've learned what not to do from others. Yeah, you you gotta have the you know uh, uh, um, like I don't have to live every experience as some people did. I can learn from your mistakes and kind of go from there. Sometimes you gotta learn the hard way, but man, tomorrow ain't promised. So you better enjoy it because the last thing you want to do is be regretting it. Like man, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do anything at all, and I don't want to be one of those per- persons either. But I also don't want to leave a burden for anybody either. So I'm I'm living a true balanced life as far as what I think. Like I feel like, you know, I'm paying my, my bills or my dues or whatever, but I'm also living life when it's time to live life. Man. You gotta gotta fucking live. Uh Tim said, because they hold you hostage the longer you wait, uh, the more you get. Not do- yeah, but when you get, yeah, they're going to hold you hostage and then you're going to get there and there's going to be nothing left. If I work, but I think it's like they t- some jobs take your top two or three earning years and shit like that. Well, if I work this many hours and I get to retire and make this how, this much when I'm this age, it'd always be, oh, you know, I got a couple more years. I got a couple more years. Maybe Ten years go by, you still got a couple more years. Shit has never ended. And, and even with your mom saying that she worked 20 years at U.S. Bank, how many how many places now some how many places are you know now if you just working at a place of like I want to be here and so I'm able to retire, that's one thing. But how many people make it uh nowadays, I guess, will make it like um this is a job that you actually can retire from. You know what I'm saying? Typically, you have to jump around. Nowadays, you have to jump around and, and either follow the money so you can get it right now or jump to, you know, when you actually get a chance to work for a reputable uh, company or whatever. Something Byron had said earlier, uh, when you go from rallies to working at uh, University Hospital or something, like that, that's a big difference in terms of, of structure, you know what I'm saying, and, and what comes with, you know, so you might get a pay raise, but you also get retirement and you get benefits and all this other stuff. So if you if you're able to get with like a U.S. bank or something, you know, kind of early, then you know more power to you. But there's so many other jobs that don't even offer that stuff. Um, so you work with them for 20 years and you get a a goodie bag like that dude that was at Burger King. Remember that story? 
the dude that like Burger King and McDonald's and they gave him like a like a goodie bag and a coloring book or something for his <laughs> You didn't hear about that story? Uh-uh. Oh my god, man, they gave this dude like a like a goodie bag, man, like a little kid goodie bag. <laughs> That's wild. So it's crazy. So I'm, I'm hold on. I, I'm interested in some of your mindset. So Tim said, Tim said it's time for the purge. We got to unite and start dropping Walmart. <laughs> so I, I don't disagree with you. But I'm interested in this. Your mom said, Byron, you should be straight with your job. What, as far as what? No, I wouldn't be. As far as what? Like, what do you mean? What? What should you be straight with your job about? We talk about retirement, and I said no, I wouldn't be. You, you don't think your 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 place of employment is uh stories that I'm uh these stories that I'm telling you <laughs> are from the place of employment or the people who <laughs> have retired or about to retire. So I'm not just just pulling these, you know, out of my ass. No, these actual true stories. That's 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 working good where I work at. They are telling me like they they have to get other jobs after they retire. Like why for what? Like what do you mean? They said it's not enough. That's interesting. I I would have thought that's interesting. That's interesting because they 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 you know the benefits you get while you're currently working there. Healthcare or otherwise, I would think that would translate, but you don't. You don't think that it does? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not actually. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm telling people. Are telling. All right. I'm gonna see if I can uh, uh, see if I can find. Uh, uh, yeah, perfect attendance or whatever for 27, 27 years. Let me see if I can uh, find this video or whatever. Twenty seven years. Quarter of his life to a job that gave him a color and put a... man gave him a goodie bag. Hold on, hold on, y'all. Let me uh, share the screen real quick. It's a Burger King worker. Uh, I'm just gonna let it play.
That was a depressing ass video. Like, Yo, wait a minute. He ended up with one point five though. That's that's not that depressing. Oh, I didn't see that part. I was just what what happened? Why did he get uh one point five for what? His, his daughter like he went viral. His daughter set up a gun, uh, GoFundMe. Ended up with one point five though. Not that bad. Yeah, I have to. I gotta <laughs> see what the internet do. See. There's money on the internet. I keep saying there's money out here. It's unlimited. That's crazy, man. Let me see. That's crazy. Uh, your mom said you can't believe what everyone says. Who have uh, you have to explore for yourself? Look, if I took a if I took <laughs> if I took a poll in the ten years and I was been working in there. Everybody keep on saying the same thing. It gotta be, it gotta be some substance to it. Substance to it. If everybody's saying the same thing, I agree. Uh, Tim said, uh, "I also think insurance companies should give back one year worth of money if you go five years without getting a claim." Absolutely. Um, it don't even have to be one to five. It could be whatever it is, but they should give you some money back. Uh, for loyalty, for being with the brand and not having any claims, I agree with you a hundred percent. Just give you a free year or something. Um, I, I, I'm friends like my insurance guy is, is a friend of mine, and um, he admits it's a scam. Like it's a scam, but it's a scam that you need, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a scam. He has his own company, and it's a it's a scam, and he admits it, but it's a scam that you need, though. <laughs> and mom said maybe they didn't plan right she wants you to stay at that job man see what did we talk about earlier in the show <laughs> what did we talk about earlier early in the show you know it's that older generation that's pushing what they believe but they get a younger generation is like I'm not not I'm not trying to look. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to retire. At, no, like I'm trying to. Like, if if I hit a if I hit a lick, I'm retiring tomorrow. If I hit a lick today, I'm retiring tomorrow. Living off li- living off that man. Like why would I want to work when I have enough money to fund you know the rest of my life? Why? is trying to work like I, like I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to kick it enjoy life not work so if I, I'm trying to figure out a million ways to make a million dollars so I don't have to work <laughs> I will work for that and I will be done like I'm not trying to do any tra- nobody trying to do traditional working anymore like unless you're getting paid for it like period like that, like them days is over. That's why it's ugly outside. But a lot of things, like the world is changing. Nobody wants to work making that bullshit. No, that's, that's over with. You know what I'm saying. I I agree with you. Like we like we said earlier, is times have changed. Like it, it's not just the same end game as it was for our parents or grandparents. Like it, it's just not the same, and. um and you know sometimes it's hard to see because 
um, you know, they've been doing it that way for so long. Like when they were our age or whatever, or even younger, you know, it was like, oh, you just find a job and you hang on, you can support a family, you retire, you know, you have your house or, or, or your white picket fence, your American dream, whatever. Um, you, you can do it all from this from this one spot, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think times have changed though. I can make money with my, look, I've been making money with my thumbs. Like honestly, I make uh, I need some money. I, I I use these two fingers and two, three hours later, I'm I it's sold just by using my thumbs. Rather, damn, I had to work all day to make this money. Like I all day. I had to make this money when I could just use my thumbs. Like it's a totally different time. Period. I agree, but I'm also not going to take your side over your mom's side. So, <laughs> with that being said, man, we're going to get out of y'all here. We appreciate y'all joining us. Um, like I said, this is kind of a a ramp into a bigger conversation that we kind of want to have. Um, but it all kind of starts with here. Like, how, how do we make a change for the better? Like, how do we get to the point where, um, you know, where people are able to, you know, be comfortable while working, not be overworked, be appreciated at work, where it's not like a, like a weird thing. Um, it, it's just a constant battle of, uh, of, uh, you know, the worker against the employee. You know, that's why, uh, for those of you who know, like Labor Day was because of unions. You know, like it's, it's the constant battle between worker and employee and who's going to get over, like who's going to take the the, 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 um, uh, the the most from the position. You know, uh, it should be more balanced, you know, but it, it hasn't been in a long time. And right now it kind of is favored in the workers uh, and, and people are using that to their advantage for sure. Yeah, let's see. If I said bull, he said, Well, if you have enough money, uh, that's cool. Just make sure you're straight, uh, at retirement age. <laughs> I'm not stupid, of course. I'm, of course, I'm gonna work right now. You know, you have to, <laughs> I gotta work a real job. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. not like you're better off investing, getting, getting a uh, getting a rough IRA or something than retirement, like real. shit. Completely agree. Um, but that's also something that our community didn't pass down because they didn't know or whatever. But, you know, if you start a Roth IRA when you 22, you know, uh, completely different than starting one when you're 35. You know what I'm saying? Completely different when you start one when you're 40 or 45 or, 50, you know what I'm saying? Completely different. I, I agree with you. When you're that age, you're 22, you got a million. Uh, about you 50, 50 something. You got a million ready, ready for you. You started right now at 30 something. You had, I think, two, two, three hundred thousand. That is even more. Just think about it. <laughs> three, uh, you work at 30 years in some place. That's more than what you would get from a 401, man, from your retirement and all that shit. Like, people don't teach you this shit, they teach you people to work. I don't want you to know this how to make money. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Nope, you're you're 100 percent right. And Angel just said it too. It should be taught in school. 
but it's not. They teach you how to work. They teach you uh, how to get trades, which, which is important. We need uh, plumbers and electricians. We need those people for sure, you know, but they don't teach. Uh, the math that they teach in school uh, don't matter. They got, how much math, how much of the math you learned in, in high school have you used in real life? Um, more so geometry, geometry <laughs> it's can be used in real life to make money geometry. more so. Yeah. yeah. But that's like fresh. That's like freshman year of high school. Like geometry is like early though. Sophomore. <laughs> I think, yeah, because you got algebra one and then you got geometry and you got junior year. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what level. It's a lot of factors, but whatever. That's still early high school. Tim said not algebra. Yeah, nigga not using algebra. Uh, no one cares what X equals, you know what I'm saying, in the real world. Uh, no one cares uh, that a stop sign is a hexagon or a pentagon. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one cares about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Geometry. No one cares. Make money off geometry. Right. So... With that being said, like I said, this is a springboard to some other stuff we want to talk about as far as careers and, and money and stuff. Um, so stick with us, man. We appreciate y'all joining us for this episode. Um, uh, y'all have some very good comments, very good insightfulness, and some different point of views that we don't have, uh, being that we're in our mid and early 30s or whatever. We had, you know, uh, just a different point of view from people in their 40s or 50s or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we appreciate y'all for joining us for sure. Um, <laughs> hold on, this, this is the last comment. Angel said, Kiers nowadays can't sign a name in cursive. I need to. Are you, are you, yeah, are you mad? Are you mad about that? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not, uh, we have computers these days. That's why, like, why would we need to? I can't write my name in cursive. Oh, no, no, I only can write my name in cursive, nothing else, right? Nothing else, but I, I know how to work a computer. You said what? When it, when something says print your name, then sign. Like, what do you do? Uh, like I signed my my uh, I'm gonna be an NFL superstar signature. That's where I signed. I, I, something I've been practicing since middle school. Uh, you get an E and you get a nice squiggle. And you get an L. Print your name, like. Thanks. Oh, for print? No, no, for no, no, no. I mean, for printing, yeah. I'm talking about as far as. Cursive. The only thing I know how to write in cursive is my name. Oh, you can do cursive. I was like confused. Oh no, no, no. The only thing I can do in cursive is my name. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I can't like write a sentence in cursive. Not at all. Not not even not, not even close. I, I no, I never forget in middle school, the first semester I took, uh, we had like handwriting, and it was supposed to be the second semester of handwriting. The second semester was replaced by computer class. That was it. <laughs> that was it. The, the, what I learned was how to write my name in cursive. That was it. Angel said uh, they should teach that. You're going to print on a loan application or a job application. Oh, yeah, it's sign. Like, it's not. It's not rocket science. Like that's how they go. Like, oh, you didn't sign this. Like, I, you watched me sign it. It's not like. Everybody got to have an identifiable signature. Um, but think about how many loan applications you sign online. And they're like, oh, just use your finger. Uh, when you go to a place, you like, use your finger to sign for a tip or to sign your 
your transaction or whatever, it's still all electronic, even if you got to sign these days. I remember um, being hours at home writing cursive. And I, I don't use it to this day. <laughs> it's a waste of time. Shout out to computers, man. It's just, it's just, uh, and to say exactly, they're going to have to print, <laughs> have to print some names. Look, man, I always had a dream I was going to be an NFL star. I'm like, this time I'm going to sign, uh, uh, you know, my signature, footballs or whatever. I, I used to practice that. You know, big, big letters, squiggles, uh, put my, my, uh, my jersey number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to have a whole thing down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do anything else in cursive. Uh, Tim said, uh, prick my finger, <laughs> then stamp it. Hey, that's old, that's super old school, Tim. Hey, they got look, I work with old people all the time, and they got stamps of signature. You sign it once, and they give you a stamp, and you can just stamp your signature on stuff all the time. You might say print versus cursive. You just don't need it. Computer. I look, I can, I can right now, I can pull up software where I can just type in my name and then I can have it written in cursive in a bunch of different fonts. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it'll all be legal, legal and legend and legend. Like, like I can do it right now. You know what I'm saying? I got a signature saved on my computer, but when I got to sign stuff, I just put in the, you know, it, it looks nice. It's a very nice handwrite, handwritten. Angel said, I, I never knew that about you. Yeah, I can't write in cursive, nothing but my name. And 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 <laughs> and and look, and that's fleeting. That's going away every every week or month. If I when I don't use it, it goes away. To the point now where my signature is just the E and the H. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just depends. <laughs> and just I don't like to write cursive, uh, but I know how. I don't know it. Like I said, they replaced it halfway through the semester with computer class. was more important. All right, man. We out of here. We appreciate y'all for joining us. Uh, keep in mind this series, though. Uh, Tim, Tim, we out of here, too. You you have a good night, man. Have a good, uh, safe week at work. Um, like I said, we, we want to get on to a work uh, type of a series. So you got anything that you want to talk about work-related, uh, whether it's from the side of a, uh, the employer or the customer, I'm sorry, the employer or the employee or whatever, be sure to send it to us. Uh, uh, if you got stuff that you want to bring up in your company, but you don't want to bring it up to your company, we can talk about it here. Just let us know. And uh, like I said, we appreciate y'all joining us. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for watching the YouTube video, Facebook, Instagram clips, all that good stuff. Uh, we appreciate y'all, man, more than y'all even know. Salute to the city as always. And uh, I just like to say, uh, finally getting getting off of here, but um, you know, I'm about to go to bed so I can get up and go to work. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, all that shit I was talking, um, is going to eventually lead to on and on. I see y'all next week. I'm muted myself. Y'all be safe. We out of here. We'll talk to y'all next week. Um, yeah, man, be safe. Remember to own your own. And uh, salute to the city as always. Remember to own your own.
Salute to the city as always. And uh, remember to own your own. And uh, salute to the city as always. Remember to own your own. We'll see y'all next week. Remember to own your own. It's very important, like I say every show. Salute to the city as always. Uh, as always, salute to the city. Remember to own your own. Now, as always, salute to the city. Love and salute to the city. And remember to own your own. Salute to the city as always. Um, but remember to own your own. You said, salute to the city as always. Remember to own your own. <laughs> salute to the city as always. Salute to the city as always. Remember to own your own. To the city as always. Yep, and remember to own your own. Remember to own your own. <laughs> Salute to the city as always. Salute to the city as always. Remember to own your own. Salute to the city as always. And remember to own your own. Salute to the city as always. You got- yeah, remember to own your own. And remember to own your own. Salute to the city. Remember to own your own. Salute to the city as always. Salute to the city as always. Remember to own your own. Uh, salute to the city, man. Regina, I know you said you couldn't hear it. Andrew, I know you listened to it before or whatever. The audio is bad. Like, you know, we were the rookies at the time. But don't forget who started this podcast trend in the world. We, we did it. Everybody <laughs> else did it. Before Dave Chappelle did it. Before Joe Rogan. Don't forget who did it. Don't forget that. Who did this podcast and stuff before any... Body else, give it, give, give it a close up. Don't forget, <laughs> this podcast shit. No, okay. and remember, they own your own. <laughs> Hilarious. We out here. Be safe, y'all.